All right, welcome back, guys. This is Michael and Mo. We're back with Geek of the Week. We've been going for a while, but, you know, things happen, and we're going to keep going from this point on. Today's topic, the Fantastic Four movie, the Josh Trank possible disaster, possible uh, things went wrong. We'll go into that and see what missteps they made and what corrections could have been done and how it could have been handled. Today and onward, let's geek out. I'm your freak of the Geek Buddies, my name is Bo, and this is my buddy Mike. Hey, How Mike. How you doing? It's Mike. Flame on! <laughs> uh, this we is a, We've been away. We have been away for a little bit. Uh, we've taken a, a small hiatus for a lot of reasons. Weather, shenanigans, life, all the things. Uh, we're back. But we're back. We're back. We hope you we missed a little, us. We missed you, and uh, <laughs> we took a little time off to uh, gather some things. In particular, a moment to watch the... Uh, infamous Fantastic Four reboot. Infamous. Oh my God! You give it more credit. Yes. Infamous. Um, so this episode is going to be <clears throat> the Fantastic Farce. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> I'm calling it the Double F. <laughs> double F. Um, <clears throat> in any event, yeah, I think we should just jump right into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go go ahead. Because I mean, let's let's face it. Give them a primer of what Fantastic Four. Is and, is the movie? I mean, like, um, please don't go see it. Uh, we are no, going to spoil uh, a lot of things. I'm not gonna say don't go see it. I'm going to say we. You've been warned. Um, it was okay. rough to watch. It was Oof. Oof. grueling. Oof. Uh, there's a reason why a lot of people have uh, said terrible things about it. Uh, mm. A lot of them are not inaccurate. And. Uh, by this point, I think everybody knows who the Fantastic Four is. I'm not going to go into the extravagant backstory history of their comics or anything like that, except to say that this has been tried several times at this point. We all know their actual story. Um, this reboot was an attempt to redo that story in a different way, and it failed miserably. We are going to go into concepts about it that spoil it. Like, starting from the beginning, for example... Um uh, whatchamacallit, Reed Richards, the main guy, he invents a portal he's picked up in a high school science project with his best friend, pal, Ben Grimm, by the organization head, uh, Johnny Storm's uh, father. dad, uh, yeah. Sue's adopted father. Fine. That, that, you know, it's fine. It's still weird that they meet them in a high school science project. There's, like, science fairs on a high scale that exist. Why? Yeah, I kind of got to agree. They weren't very specific as to uh, Reed's age and or what school he was at. Was he in high school? Was he in college? Um, but it was the same teacher from the previous scene when he was a kid, so it's weird. They skip. They do a, a skip forward. And they don't bother to really explain what the deal is. But you could even dismiss that because that's like the 20th thing wrong with the movie. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Um, then they go on and he's brought onto this project in which they can cross other dimensions because what Reed was doing the whole time was not inventing teleportation, but crossing interdimensional travel. He was getting into other dimensions. And um, so... They bring him into this other program, and that's where he meets Sue. Then they all work on it together. He, oh, also, he, he, also, he also meets uh, Victor Von Victor's Doom. brought in. And for some reason, they bring in Johnny Storm because he welds things well, I guess. I, he's, okay. Johnny Storm is a young, brash guy. They got that much right for the most part. Into car racing. he's like, But he's a car racer and not really... Uh, involved otherwise, except that his dad and his sister are part of this project. Nepotism. So his dad's like, yeah, you're kind of reckless. Uh, get into the project or no race cars for you. Um, well, long and- story short, they work on the project. It's really Reed, Sue's, and Victor's project. They are intensely working on it. Uh, Ben's not there. He's just like, he goes back to his hometown. Reed, you made it good later. Um uh, dealing with the confrontations of his bully brother, learning about the secrets of clobbering time. <laughs> um, 
the pace, the tepid pace this movie crawls on is just terrible. Um, um, these are good actors. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out here. None of these actors that they threw at this are not very good actors. They're very, very good actors. In fact, they've been in a lot of, uh, indie other and other it. movies that have prof, you know, showcased their ability to act. Um, they're just doing their job. But and this is not the movie to see their good acting style, and credit goes to the director or lack of director. Or writing and lack of writing or all the things. Now, mind you, um, we've heard a lot of stuff about um, the onset problems with this director and the directions that happen and the studio problems and the things that came up, but that is all irrelevant because no matter which way you put it, this is the result we ended up with. Long story short, these guys get together and they decide... On a drunk night, that because they find okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let, me, let me let me backstep a little bit. They do their thing. It succeeds, right? Their project succeeds. They get the thing powered. They send some animals, monkeys, whatever, to the other side, and it works. They're like, cool, we can see it. Excellent. And they're like, yay, good job. And then uh, then the military the, comes in and says, you guys did great. Now let's get some astronauts up in here from NASA, and they'll go over. And all of them are like, what? 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 Weren't we supposed to go? Which is kind of stupid because that's how it does work. I mean, at what point did they think they were going to send the people who invented this over? That's kind of a ridiculous like sending, concept. That's like sending the guys who built the space shuttle up in the space shuttle. Um, <laughs> they're engineers, not astronauts. And this is your first touch of, oh, you guys are a sinister, evil military because you do things properly okay so skipping <laughs> skipping forward past the silliness that that is sue doesn't um, go with them into the other world uh, we'll get into that <laughs> they get dejected they booze up um they they have their drunken pity party um during said drunken pity party somebody gets to brandy did like well i want to be neil armstrong i want to be the first guy on the moon i want to be the first guy here because nobody remembers anybody who built the spacecraft only everybody only remembers the guy who actually got there so they get drunk. They make bad choices. Uh, Reed calls up his buddy Ben for whatever reason that he feels compelled to include his buddy in the process. Because his I don't buddy, want to leave you up, man. You've been with me since the word go. Exactly. All right, Reed. Let's do they, this. They have an amazingly easy time getting him past everything. Um, and then they all jump in. Uh, no Sue in sight. So they go, stupidly. And, of course, bad things happen. An alarm sets off. St Sue goes to the place to find out that they're there. And they run into problems on the other side. Green glue. Let's one thing's first. When they get on the other side, they immediately turn into the scientists from Prometheus. Yes, they were <laughs> petting the viper snake thing and just being really dumb. Um, there was no viper. No, there was no viper there was snake. An thing, unstable so. energy goo there, and they decided to put their hand in it. It was an alien landscape. There was some weird energy goo thing uh, beneath the surface. And for reasons that nobody can explain, they decided to go the Prometheus scientist route and just start poking at it. He might as well have taken off his helmet and tasted it with his fingers. Um, <laughs> that's how dumb that was. And then they're surprised when things go bad. Um, and then like, they have to get, run don't back. Get, don't get instruments out. Don't be scientists about this. Granted, they're drunk. I can. Yeah, I but can, okay, drunk. They had like so much time between when they were drinking. I don't know, like what four beers. <laughs> and mind you, Ben wasn't drinking. Yes, Ben was not drinking. <laughs> he um, wasn't with them when they were drinking. And when they got there, like, okay, we'll say they're lightweights, but I'm sorry, uh, Alien Landscape is a really sobering moment because none of them were acting drunk. Now, now I'm going to put a pin here where Doom touches the thing because it's Dr. Doom who's the, the dumbest of the bunch. They're all pretty dumb. I think any one of them would have touched it. But uh, Victor Von Doom touches it, and then he gets assaulted by the energy and then everything goes south everything starts exploding for whatever reasons um and i'm like okay but remember this was doom's choice all right i want to put the pin here moving forward reed get uh reed is like oh my god it's, it's going to crap let's run let's get back to the thing they go back they lose um, doom when they get into the capsule don't forget this part it was such a horrible scene. It was like they laid the capsule down and started throwing rocks at Ben's capsule. He's like, I can't get the door closed as rocks. I can't are, close the door because they're trying to get back into the desert. As, as foam Corman-esque rocks are barreling into him, 
Like it feels like somebody's off screen with like several buckets of foam, small foam rocks, just throwing it at him while he's trying to close the door. Nobody else is getting foam rocks, just Ben, of course. And you're like, yeah, that's that looks really bad. Everybody it's, else closed their hatch properly, every, and then Johnny gets ignited on fire from a spark inside of his capsule, and then like a fire funnel bursts into his capsule, and he catches fire. Um, like it's all it all falls apart, but it's done and then in a really Sue terrible. Sue brings fashion. them home, and wait, about- wait, wait. Sue hits the emergency. They, he's like, "You got to override it." You know the typical sort of science traffic trope. I can't get you back. It's not working. Do the manual override deal, and then she does, and she hits the manual override. And then as they're getting pelted with all the excess energy, the energy over there, in the other dimension, flies through reality into their devices here and she gets hit with a backlash um that gives her her in, her invisible powers that was by and far the worst explanation for her by the way um and while we're on the matter what really annoyed me and upset me was that her big contribution to this effort was, was to, to make the suits, suits and to they protect sucked them. <laughs> and the suits did garbage granted she probably didn't figure for the worst case scenario. The of, only thing she had to do was to make suits for them to not get affected by the outside, by the outside of this place, and the suits sucked, utterly sucked. They so did nothing. They did nothing. Um, now you fast forward a little bit. Yeah, they they fall into the hands of the military, and the military is like, "Oh my God, we've got a." We, we've got to take care of these guys. Because they shut out the power on the Eastern Sea we're doing it. Like, yeah. This whole thing just completely shut Blame down. Blame on! So the military shuts down the problem. They crawl up the uh, uh, Johnny Storm's father's butt about this because you put all these incompetent idiots on this I think project. his name was Franklin, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Franklin. It was Franklin Richards. Do-do. No, Franklin Storm. Franklin Storm, yeah. Franklin Storm, yeah. sorry. I'm thinking their future. I song. know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure they, they put that in there thinking that this would make it past this I point. I think in the comic her father was named Franklin, and that's where they came up with his name. I'm not sure. Um, regardless, uh, the military takes them in because they're the evil military, and they hold them, and then when Reed wakes up, he breaks out and runs away, and they don't chase him. Well, <laughs> one, one, one point here. Um, everybody's been affected by their thing. Uh, with a fair amount of the military explaining to the father what's going on with a little exposition. They're like, we don't know what happened, but they've been affected by whatever happened there. Um, your daughter's phasing in and out. We can't find her. Um, your yeah, son is perpetually like on, on fire. fire. We've got to find a way to stabilize that. And um, the other the, guy who we the don't other know who he just, is. We, we don't know. He just, there's a giant boulder, and <laughs> we can't find him in the boulder. We can <laughs> hear him, but we can't him. find him in the boulder. And Toby Kebbell never came back. Never, ever came back. Victor um, Doom. Uh, and they're like, and, and Reed is knocked out and he's all stretched out. Um, so Reed regains consciousness. Um, and and is escapes. Like, he and escapes. escapes. He, he jumps escapes. into some vents all stretchy like, finds his buddy Ben. And Ben's like, you got to help me, buddy. And he's like. Reed freaks out. Reasonably I so. Yeah, freaks out because his buddy's a talking boulder. And he just bugs out. Fast um, forward is a year later. One year later. I want. I cannot emphasize time. Considerable time has passed after this incident where Reed escapes. Yes, they just skip a year later. That's fine. They skip all the them See, learning their powers stuff. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> skip them learning their powers. No power learning montage and no team building. Um, and this is where I have to sort of uh, throw we my two cents in, in here. nothing in the, in the, in the no power training thing that's fine we lose a yeah. lot in the no team building thing yeah yeah but i mean here is where i'm throwing my flag down because this is usually where you have uh some sort of dynamic building of, for people who don't necessarily know each other you know what i mean you know um, even if then, you montage it a little bit oh, there's at least some attempt it goes even further they weren't even working together because johnny was getting taken care of sue is learning her powers still when they fast forwarded a year and Ben, the thing, the big boulder man, is being used for the military to pretty much pacify dangerous areas. So he's, bu- he's, 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 he's bulletproof, really strong. He's a thing. Um, and Reed is just MIA. So from the get, we have 
little to no dynamic because even between uh, the siblings, Sue and uh, Johnny, there's really no way to discern that they actually care about each other, talk to each other, like each other, don't like. There's there's nothing. It's tepid. It's flat. Um, and I'm just sitting here going, does anybody say anything above like a really uh, librarian like decibel and actually inflect anything? Is there emoting? Does anybody feel anything? I can't tell. Um, <laughs> and when they're talking to each other, it's like, hey. And then, okay, so they're trying to rebuild the interdimensional travel thing. I'm not even going to get into why, but they're having, they're running into. Oh, to, to find a cure for them. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. To actually go there so they could study the area and find the cure. Meanwhile, the military is trying. The military sells on why they can keep spending money on this project by pronouncing the military effectiveness of at least two out of the four members and expanding on that. All right. I keep coming back to the military because I have something to mention when we get there. <laughs> All right. After you which, might as well just get it out now. Uh, hold on. After, or, or, or are you talking about that last part? Yeah, after which, yeah, I'm going I'm going to go all the way through. After which, they realize that they need Reed to finish the project. So they up and go find him. Because Doom is, oh, uh, Doom never comes back. Um, they get everybody else back, but Doom, Doom falls off. He gets an arrow to the knee when they come back, and they never come back with him. So um, they get Reed. They track him down. Reed has to confront get, the angstiness of his people because he abandoned them. And uh, then they finish the actual portal and build it. Yeah, yeah. I was mentioning that only because it's relevant. Reed's the only person who can help them finish the process because there's no doom. Yes. So then, uh, so then, then they send astronauts back and they find doom, and they find doom and they bring him back, and then he goes bad. Okay. He looks horrible. He's just a mess. His suit is so. With him. He looks like he's coated in plastic peanut butter. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to go on record as saying I have my official name for him is Mandroid. Uh, mannequin Android. He looks like a silver mannequin with a really terrible uh, face job thing. He wasn't even and silver. Ready, he just had a, a vague, like... Grayish tone to him. Yeah. So at this point, if you've seen the previous movies, you know Doctor Doom is just like this Im imposing figure in armor. That they have not shown yet. <laughs> that they've yet to show. In any um, of these movies, yeah. Mind you, this is the fourth attempt. No, 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 no. Movie. They, they, they showed him in Corman. They got him right in Corman. That's the only time, Mike. They got his look right. The they got his look right him. in Corman. Um, when I say Corman, I'm talking about the very first time they the tried to do the Fantastic Four Fantastic movie. Four by Roger Corman. Yes. Oh my way, God. Way in the way backs. It was um, so cheap. But. So Doom runs around and he starts manifesting his powers that he got from there, which apparently is telekinesis or something. Mind explosion. Mind exploding. Anyway, uh, he goes on a rampage. To He's going to destroy the world. He goes back into the portal and he puts the blue beam in the sky thing. You know, that trope that is happening in so many movies. The blue beam is going into the sky and the, the thing beam. is going to happen to the thing. <laughs> so they finally all get together, and they go to get him. Why? They go to because, they go to stop him because they can, and they're going to do this. They're going to stop because him nobody else can him. because Doom has ran around and wiped everybody out with the utmost of ease. And uh, um, he loses his um, mind explosion powers when he goes back to the other world. Yes, he does. Um, <clears throat> also, he he bumps off uh, the dad, um, who's been By nothing but kind really to him. Old, who's done nothing but be really cool with him the entire time. Um, and he makes him old, which is a power that doesn't seem like telekinesis or mind bullets or anything else, but whatever. Okay, they work together, and they officially stop Dr. Doom, and then they go back to the military, and they say, okay, what are we going to do? The military is like, okay, you know what? We're going to we're gonna." Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Before you even get there, after everything shakes out, after they stop the doomsday scenario and the black hole and the, the light beam and everything like that, it leaves a giant crater where they were. I'm talking a Grand Canyon-sized crater where that building was. Okay. Yes. So there's a new Grand Canyon. Please continue. And then they get back to the military, and the military is like, good job, good job, good job. We're still going to take over this stuff, and we're going to still run this place, and uh, we're going to have you build things, and we're going to take control of them. And they say, no. And the military says, okay, so what do you want? We want our own space, and we want to build the stuff, and we want to be responsible for building, building the stuff. And the military responds with, okay. 
Okay, sure. I guess so, sure. This is the thing that I wanted to bring up because throughout the movie, they bill the military as evil, and all the military ever does throughout the movie is, is bend be, over backwards. Is be a military and bend over backwards. Many people will ask, well, no, because when it comes down to it, the whole astronauts thing, that's just how the system works. You don't send the scientists through, you send the astronauts in. Because astronauts are also scientists, but they're specifically trained to go places. And and do things, run and jump and be physical, as well as being observatory scientists. I, I think that's a new word I invented, observatory. Observant. No, 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 no I didn't make that word. And it's not a made-up word. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yes, had they sent science, literal astronauts, there's a strong chance they would have ran tests. Use devices. You mean like things. they did when the scientists, when the astronauts went the second time? Yes. <laughs> um, and they would have scientists on the other side reading the, what they're doing and telling them, oh, it's time to go. Oh, you could explore this way. You know, because scientists are supposed to direct the operations while the, while the well-trained astronauts are supposed to go in. I mean, they're trained to go into the danger zone. Regardless... And I, and I could really throw as many rocks at the fact that Reed and the rest of them seem to be theoretical scientists, physicists, uh, you know, thinkers and mathers, and not actual doers. At 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 the very best, they're engineers. Yeah. Um, so um. So and then when they get back, the military takes care of them. They told them. They basically tell them we're here for observation, try to help you, and none of them say no. So you may question what would have happened. If 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 the they guy, if if they said no, we don't want your help. Uh, based on what happened in the movie, the military would be like, oh, okay, be safe. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, mind you, you're you're infected with some weird dimensional radiation. Because they never. That guy's a giant me. rock, and we don't know if he's gonna turn other people into rocks. This guy's a giant combustible freaking. Uh, He's on fire. fire. He's, He's on, on fire. fire. <laughs> and we right. don't know and where she's she is. she's phasing in and out, and I don't even know what. So they, they give them suits them... to help them control their abilities. Like, yeah. they really go above and beyond. They only keep them for as long to make sure that they um, are not dangerous to people. And then after that, they start teaching them how to use their abilities. Now... It seems like is, the only reason they even chased after Reed to begin with was we don't know if he's radioactive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, but Reed does a good job of hiding out, and Reed is basically the whole year away trying to con reconstruct the is device to go back himself. He's doing a job of finding out because when they decide to look for him, they find him in all of like 20 minutes. But because of Sue. I got to make note, Sue is the only person who's able to find Reed because they spent a year looking for him. They can't find him. Oh, they Sue, do. For some reason, Could you look for him? She looks for him. She finds him. Yes, because she, she can knows see patterns. Well, she, yes, she does, and she can see patterns. Remember, that's her super. Yes. that's her superpower. She couldn't patterns. see the pattern of, of of weaving better suits. That's the problem. <laughs> um, that said, um, so the military was pretty much the nicest villain you could ever imagine or antagonist, and they suffered for this. And in the end, when mind you, when they the, confronted their dad with the rebellious nature. Huh? Their dad didn't get sued, put in prison or jail or anything of the sort. They didn't hold him up on charges. They didn't no, they blame the kid. they just gave him a stern talking to. They gave him a stern talking to, and they left him in charge after that cluster. Flame on! It's like, come on, seriously. Now, I'll move on past this. Um, but, yeah, okay, here, that's, here's a quick, my issue. that's a quick review of it. I mean, like, go on. That, that, that's summing it up. <clears throat> The, the military caves, they're the Fantastic Four, and end credits. Um, they weren't very heroic. There was really nothing about them going out of their way to be heroic, because let's be honest, if the world is going to end because of the light beam from the other dimension, it's kind of your own butt on the line if you don't stop it. Um, saving your own butt is not an act of heroism. I feel there was none. Really. There was nothing heroic about any of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> kind of sad. Now, this idea that, you know, superhero movies must be superheroes and stuff like that, that's relative. Marvel's been disproving that for a while. I think you'd agree. Um, yeah, because oh, in the end, um, there is no such thing as the comic book movie genre, except in the fact that all movies that are based on comics require heroism. That's it. I agree with you entirely on that. Yeah, I because, mean, like... It because, because, I mean, from movie to movie, 
the movies that are successful at this are not making a movie that's just a superhero and stuff happens. They're making a movie that has a theme that's a different genre. Like Winter Soldier was a suspense spy action movie. Ant-Man was a heist. Ant-Man was a heist movie. Freaking Iron Man 3 was a PTSD movie. I mean, and they go on and on and on uh, with... uh, saying that you could only keep it as the super... Because the only thing that is a superhero genre movie is the origin movie, really. And it is... And even then, it depends. It varies. Yeah, Um, because Ant-Man wasn't an origin movie. It was a heist movie in which the guy gets uh, a shrinky suit. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, like, honestly, one of my primary requirements for these movies is how about you guys act like heroes? Because... Or, you know, rise up to do the good. Rise you know? up to the occasion. Even if you take the worst case scenario of the Vigilante movie, The Punisher, uh, from way back when. I'm going to I'm gonna tap on that one. What, the Thomas Jane one? No. What, the, the Dolph Lundgren one? The Dolph Lundgren one. Oh, God. I'll explain. In the worst case scenario of the Dolph Lundgren Punisher on the Way Back When machines, on, for my throwback Thursday here, he still did not have to save the kid. He Very went true. above. He went that extra step, saved the kid, and it cost him because it did. It, he got really jacked up for saving that. So kid. we're easily saying that the Dolph Lundgren movie is better than Fantastic Four, which didn't need to be said. We but know that. I'm saying for for heroism, even somebody as dubious as the Punisher can still be more heroic than anybody in the Fantastic Four in this movie. Um. So that, that was empty and, and flat and just nothing. It was yeah, like... But, okay, I think this is part and parcel with a common problem with the superhero genre movies. Almost every unsuccessful movie, even when they start successful, runs into this problem. Here is a general breakdown of most non-Marvel MCU movies that have been unsuccessful down the road. And I'm even including... Um, uh, 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 Sam Raimi's original Spider-Man series because it's it's a perfect example of it too. Okay, that one was Sony's, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, all these movies have this same thing. Uh, the first movie is the origin movie, and you know you learn about the superhero. He learns his powers. He becomes the Something Man. The second movie is a deconstruction of that Something Man and breaking it down. And there you go. And that's all their ideas. That's They're all done. By the time they get to the third movie, it's always, what do we do now? Let's throw more villains at it and see what happens. And, you know, and, and, and uh, you, did I sound like a studio exec with that? I think that A little bit. Yeah. But now, Let's see what happens. <laughs> right? To your point, I think one of the, the issues I had with this movie was I feel like it was a weak origin story. Um, yeah, it was yes, a weak just, origin story. But yes, they they the, did just do it a little bit ago, but in the in really wanting to retell the story in a completely different way, it fell apart. The opening and, line in the meeting that he, they had for the you'll see this in the trailer is they said, "We've given you six years and millions of dollars, and you've given us nothing." That's how I felt watching this movie because they gave me, us they gave us like <laughs> 8 years and they and and millions of dollars and they delivered nothing still well, let me, nothing let me let me ask you a question do you think they really needed to do the origin story or could they have just skipped it for this sure i don't what well, i think they should have done a story period <laughs> fair, <laughs> a fair statement a story would have been good yeah my my problem is they didn't do an origin story they didn't do an action story they didn't do a suspense story they didn't do a monster story they didn't do a story there wasn't a story here there wasn't a story beat it was just like things happen and this was another thing that happened i watched a movie about life and there was a big light in the end <laughs> you um. know what i'm saying and it was a boring movie about things that happen in life if you live weird lives and there's a big light at the end and Plastic well, Man decides to eat people. I what? <laughs> it's just utter nonsense. I lost my mind watching this thing. And the thing is, is I went to this because I heard everybody ragging it. So I watched this movie with zero, and I mean less than zero expectations, and was like, you know what? I'm going to find something redeemable about this movie because that's what I do. And you know what? To this day, my brain hurts 
My brain hurts because I searched far and wide trying to find something right about this movie. And you could say, you could say, no, I'm not going to say don't watch it. I'm going to say flat out. I go on record saying this. Spare yourself. Just don't watch it. Okay, okay, okay. We, <laughs> right. we, we, we get your feels on this one. Yes. However, I would like to address, since we feel like the origin was weak and it's dubious whether they should have re rebooted an origin or not to begin with because i think that was part of the problem with this movie was they tried to reinvent the wheel with the fantastic four's origin for like a good three quarters of the movie and it just fell apart um let's say they did it again anyway let's say uh they stick with this premise of them being dimensional versus space okay that's fine you i know, think look, how... no, no, hear me out here's the thing as bad guys go, if you're going to have a bad guy, right, if anybody who knows anything about the Fantastic Four knows, is that they have a huge plethora of bad guys. Oh, my. Like, they have fields and reams of bad guys within their canon that I'm absolutely positive they have access to for the IP that they could have used. Because the for example, Four is not liking bad guys. For example. The first bad Mo guy. Mole Man. That was the first guy they fought. The, the very first, first issue guy they fought in the fought. first issue. They fought the Mole Man. Now, one, um, not only does it introduce a different villain, yeah, he looks weird, but they introduce an entire underground society of people that this guy conquered and the monsters that live with them and protect them. Now, why this is even a better concept is, is, uh, is um, because... It goes into what the Fantastic Four is about, exploring strange new things together and putting a science spin on it and then how it affects or endangers the world they come from and then they stop it, explore it, and invent new things off of it. The first enemy that they had in their comics was the Mole Man and they learned about the freaking Moloids? What are they called? Yep, the Moloids and the giant monsters. And the giant monsters that they have to face. And this was their first issue. This was the first issue of the Fantastic Four. That's why they made that joke in the in Incredibles, you know, the successful Fantastic Four movie. The Incredibles, where at the end of the Incredibles, they fight the Underminer because he's basically a joke on the Mole Man, and they know, and they give a shout out to the Fantastic Four, which is the inspiration of the Incredibles. So if anyone thinks an Incredibles, uh, a Fantastic Four movie can't be done, it's been done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Also, for example, had I stuck with the idea of uh, dimensional stuff, I'd go with Annihilus. Annihilus is a very prolific bad guy for the Fantastic Four. He's the evil ruler of this whole alternate uh, dimension, um, a la like Superman sort of negative zone type feel. Um, he has a swarm of giant bugs. He's evil. Uh, all the special effects you want to throw at it. It could have been amazing. Um, yeah, seriously. Um, the, you're right. The Annihilus. Okay, they go into another dimension. The first thing they should have fought was Annihilus, because you know what? Um, as origins go, Annihilus doesn't need much. He is the prototypical faceless enemy that is just a monster creature that you learn more about him as a villain later, you know, and he could have been their first enemy, and that would have been different because that's also a theme of the Fantastic Four is exploring strange new areas in other dimensions and, and fantastic places in space and learning about great evils or heroes there. They do this all the time. All the um, time. They have, uh, for a list of villains also, they've got the Mad Thinker, they've got Molecule Man, they've got Super Scroll, uh, Galactus, not Hold the on, cloud. even going on that, Super Scroll. They also have all the scrolls. Yes. An entire alien race of shape-changing spies that were looking to take Earth. And this is something that you notice heavily in the Marvel universe, the the actual MCU universe, is that it is devoid of scrolls completely because they don't have it. That's because they're the not allowed to use it. it. Fox yes. has the scrolls. And they don't Fox use has this and doesn't use it. In fact, a shout out to the scrolls was given because in the Avengers movie, the alien um, mindless villain race were called the Chitauri, which was the name given to the scrolls in the Ultimate Comics universe. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like, 
do they own the Super Scroll? I'm pretty sure they do. Could they have used it as an IP? Absolutely. They could use any number of their villains and not have to have had bothered with Doom. They could have had done Doom a whole other way and never ever touched him until they wanted to. If you're going to do three, four, or five movies, you got villains galore to do this, guys. Um, this goes into my point, um, where I think it should have been handled differently. How I feel they should have handled the Fantastic Four was basically emphasize the how they know each other as a family. I mean, you didn't feel Sue and Johnny were a brother and sister, even though they were. Um, I didn't care on the, 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 the casting. The casting was in many ways perfect. It was fine. The direction they went with the characters was horrible. Reed and, uh, Reed and Ben's friendship was the only thing they kind of nailed. And, that, and I say kind of nailed because they gave it some, like, airtime, but they didn't go but that into was a, that was about it. That was about it. And the unity of this unique group of people from different walks of life living together through no connection whatsoever except uh, Ben's my best friend and this girl's your sister... Uh, let's all live together and do science, you know, and the, where they could have went with this as far as in, of focusing on the Fantastic Four as people who break scientific boundaries and explore and see all the psychedelic craziness. And do the cool fringy sciencey stuff. Yeah, well, of the Kirbyverse, that- the psychedelic, like remember the comic panels of uh, Kirby's Fantastic Four work was just psychedelic madness that they discovered on a regular basis and it was amazing. And that same thing goes for Doctor Doom, how they should have handled it. He doesn't need to appear in the first movie. Doctor Doom is a deep and well-recognized villain, one of the greatest villains in the Marvel Universe on the comics. And time spent between the origin of the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom is always the misstep. You shouldn't divide their time. He should have his own time, meaning he shouldn't be in their origin movie. Yeah, no, just give him his own movie and then do a flashback sequence to cover what the hell happened. Yeah, and I'm not saying give a Doom movie. I'm saying down the road after the Fantasy Four has been established, Doom appears in a movie and that movie covers his origin and where he's going from there. You know, because I'm not saying do a villain movie. No, I'm saying you could easily... Give it its whole own movie without tying it, tethering it to the to the origin. Um, look, I think I'm sort of fifty fifty on whether or not it might be too late for an FF movie at this point. What do you mean? Um, I feel on some levels uh, they feel dated. Um, the characters feel dated. Their cohesion feels dated, which is why I think on some levels um, they've sort of pushed away from that. Uh, science family, you know, Johnny Questy, uh, you know, father knows best, Reed Richards with the pipe kind of feel. You mean like the Bionic um, Six? Yes. Um, the Bionic remember, Six is an old cartoon from back in the day. I was about to say, remember, we're a little older, so it's been a little while. Um, we and- are family. <laughs> I fought for them. They fought for me. Father knows best. Theme of the Bionic Six. Um, But I mean, this is decades now, and the Fantastic Four in Inception is even older than that. So this idea that they could be a dated bygone concept is not eluding me. Um, Does it need to be re-overhauled completely? Do they need to redo it? Do they need to change the core concepts of the characters, who they are, how they are, why they are? See, um, go on, go on, actually finish. And I think if you look at the fact that they definitely have, uh, if you look at the fact that they definitely have this sort of uh, nu- strange nuclear family um, that is may have been sort of, I guess, different uh, then than it is now, but it just isn't, I don't think it resonates with people anymore. I'm not sure it does. See, I see. I don't necessarily. I get what you're saying entirely, and I've heard this before, but I don't agree with that at all. See, the thing is, is I think not only can the FF work today, 
and are still they are still re- re- relevant because the entire concept behind them they weren't necessarily the nuclear family. I mean, Reed was the father knows best character. Sue was the homemaker lady. Johnny Storm was the plucky guy, and Ben was the strange uncle. But what made them ahead of their time was they had those templates, but at the same time they weren't. Not going with the original stuff, but what they evolved into because originally Sue was kind of uh, inept and horribly done and horribly handled. But in the end, Sue wasn't the homemaker. She was a scientist. Uh, uh, whatchamacallit, Ben was was still their muscle, and Johnny was their adventurer. The entire concept of these very different people... Well, hold on. Well, hold on one second. You remember Ben was an astronaut, right? Yes, he was. He was an astronaut. And he was their muscle still. Because, he was their pilot. It's what he was doing there originally. Yes, and I think those concepts still work together because those concepts bring them together as a group. And then what makes them different is they are the most unlikely group of people to be a family together because of the different shape. Because why is Ben living with them? Because he needs help. Uh, why is Johnny going to stay with them? Because as the adventurer, he believes he needs to support them. Sue is a scientist. Reed is a scientist. And they work together as equals. Yes, uh, Reed is the smartest mind in the world. But that smartest mind misses things that she doesn't. These simple uh, character types of them that they went into as developing them as characters would show better in a movie or a TV series if it was actually handled. I mean, even in the comic, it became... Their comic became uninteresting at certain points because writers didn't stick with the templates of who these people were and push that adventure canon. Off and on, they had great story arcs that did. And when they did, readership showed that they loved that stuff. When they didn't, readership would fall off. Now, in the movie... In the movie, because you have less time, because you, you really you, you have to condense all of that down. Yeah, however, but it could still work because you have to condense more focus. How, however, to be the devil's advocate here, they've Marvel isn't doing Fantastic Four anymore as a comic line. So consider even Marvel is not putting out Fantastic Four as an ongoing series anymore. I think it was last year that they decided that they were gonna. Uh, shelf them for an undisclosed, indefinite amount of time. But uh, even on, you said that may be possible because they're also trying to disconnect the Fox movies as a yes a, as, and weaken the license. It is possible that yeah. they don't feel like they want to continue to give more material uh, to somebody else because they don't have the license. However, the the series itself has not pulled in the numbers that they wanted because I'm positive if it did, they would have it up anyway. Yeah, of um, course. But I already explained why they haven't pulled in those numbers. I mean, the writing has always been, with the exception of specific storylines, has has been kind of like non-focused. But consider this thought, too. Uh, The day and age of JFK and landing somebody on the moon is gone, Mike. Yes, Um, but the day and age of science and new discoveries in science is a reinvigorated thing. No, no, but it's not exploratory science. That's the thing. It's more internalized. It's more localized. We don't seem as interested. I don't know. I, I don't know because uh, um, what do we call it? Uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is practically a superstar. <laughs> you know, he is because he's awesome. Yeah, and um, he, he is awesome, and um, things like this should be a natural element. I mean, like that would be the most amazing thing ever if we could talk to Neil deGrasse Tyson after you watch this movie and ask him how he felt about it. Um, <laughs> I think they did ask a couple of phys- physicists how they felt about the Fantastic Four, and surprisingly, the physicist they asked was a fan of the Fantastic Four. And even he was kind of disappointed. Yeah, he was kind of disappointed. He had a lot of comical things to say. I- I'm not going to mention what YouTube site it was on, or should I? No, no, it's fine. Um, but I think... Okay, maybe there is still room for that. Like I said, I'm 50-50 on this. Um, I think if they're going to draw people in, it has to be done right. They have I mean, to it care really, about it. They really need to care. Um, I like, mean, they, like, it, I think, it, it, like they're caring about Deadpool caring. Yeah, or the, or the risk they're taking on Deadpool. Because like you said earlier when we were talking about this a while ago, mm-hmm. is you felt like this was a cash grab? Like it a does really grab. feel like a license. It's, it's just like... 
every movie they've put out since Corman on for the Fantastic Four in particular feels like it's just like, here you go. And without a care for anything other than holding on to the rights to it. Um, and even this one just really exemplifies that feeling. And, Did and people put know. their all into it? Sure. Did the, the executives? I don't think so. I, I, I don't even think the people put their all into it. They kind of abandoned ship. I mean, the movie that was being made, from what I understand, still wasn't even going to be a Fantastic Four movie. So it's, it still wasn't going to be good as far as Fantastic Four goes. The, the thing is, is these missteps come from the fact that, I don't know, is Fox just so stubborn that they're going to keep holding on to this just for the hell of but, holding on to it for the ip yeah it's just like come on i mean because this yeah, movie actually i think that's gonna be the case um because they're not sony sony like you know sony, sony wants to make money and they want to you know be proud of it but here here's the thing i think this clearly at this point we can both agree this movie could be done a whole lot better than it's been done in every iteration that fox has put this out yeah, a lot of missteps come with these movies, especially the Fantasy Four movies. And, and we and we both know this is the fourth go with this for them. Yeah, and the, and and honestly, with with the love that fans have for some of these comic book movies, you still need to handle this material with care and love, so that you actually can show, because it, it'll show through if you handle this with respect for the material and updating the material or using the material at all in general, it will show. It will bleed through. I, and I, I think one of the things that they're missing, and you can agree or disagree with me on this one, but I strongly feel like because Fox has a few properties, it's not just Fantastic Four. Um, they have the X-Men. They have uh, Fantastic Four. They have Deadpool. Um, they have a few things. And... They're not world building. They don't have a showrunner like Marvel has with Kevin Feige. But they said they are going to build a cinematic universe, also. Yeah, except um, this was their chance to do that, and they didn't. So. And I and I don't even think they're going to go through with that with uh, Deadpool because I think they're just letting them do what they want with Deadpool. They put Colossus in there to put him Colossus in there, and if the movie doesn't do bad, they'll be like, oh, it wasn't part of our universe anyway. If the movie does good, they'll be like, oh, and you're a part of everything. So <laughs> I mean, like honestly, if. What Marvel's done better than most is make sure to interconnect their different movies in a way that it feels unique to each movie, but still interconnected, much to the chagrin of a lot of writers and directors, I'm sure. Um, but it's purposeful, and it makes sense. It's smart logic. It's a universe. You want them all to be there. You don't want them uh, separate from each other you want them involved and mentioning each other and seeming like they're all part of the same neighborhood yeah because one of the most amazing things about reading the comics and it's reflective in the movies is you read this guy for a while and then all of a sudden he teams up with this other guy that you read and it's amazing they're in the same universe oh my god i've lost my mind and that's why the avengers did really good because they're all these separate guys and they're all hanging together yeah. it doesn't have to be the avengers but it can absolutely be cohesive yeah and that until would be they cool yeah until they get a showrunner like a universal showrunner for all of their properties to get it cohesive i think it's gonna keep doing what it's doing and because, it's sad because, because it could be better because say what you will in negatives about them making a cohesive universe marvel um while they are churning out a machine and having a direction they are actually inspiring to push creativity by picking new directors and going through new um, uh, 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 themes for each of their movie. Yes, James Gunn nailed Guardians of the Galaxy, and yeah, yeah, yes, he did. And while the yes, um, they do come in and they give control over some of the directors to I need to make this connective, this connective because they have a vision and an idea for this entire theme to work. And let's be okay with that because this is still new. This is still a good idea and you're still getting a chance as, as a director. And I think even with, like certain indie directors can handle it, big Hollywood and how Hollywood handles it, but Marvel's not as heavy-handed as other Hollywood companies. They give a lot of free reign to the feel and theme of how these directors handle it. And the little things that they do take from them to connect their universe. After watching Ant-Man, I was like, 
yeah, this movie works by itself. I don't know what Edgar Wright was gonna do. I love him as a director, but I don't know what what what, what the what the problem was because um, the connective is there and it, and the story is there and it was good. <laughs> now Ant Man was good. Ant Man was good, and for me, I kind of flipped this around in my head after watching it, and I'm like, oh god, Batman v Superman, like. I, I look, I'm hope. still I'm still holding hopes. That I hope that movie it works because I think Warner Brothers does care about this succeeding. They are making the effort to connect the universes clearly. Yes. But how well they do that, how well it's handled, because I'm not sure D, uh, they have a showrunner uh, for all of their stuff either. But they have all these movies slated, so they're going to have to get somebody on top of that. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Ju- the benefit of the doubt just now. And see where it goes. Because the movie is a while away. And we'll hold off on that. I think we've covered, you know, missteps as they are with Fantastic Four. This movie should have been handled with care and with love. And let's hope down the road, because they're not letting go of the license, that they might do better down the road. Or they might capitulate and, you know, say, hey, Marvel, let's do this together. Because, I mean, we go so far that Marvel was going to give them the IP for Daredevil for free. Uh And they said, no, take your Daredevil back. We're holding on to this. Yep. We're holding on because they were trying to make a free trade, Daredevil for free, and we'll take back Fantastic Four. And they said no. So Marvel said, okay, so you think Daredevil's unworkable? Netflix series. And, and it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing because just because they have respect for the character, because we went over this before. It's the only thing Marvel Studios has to get right is comic book movies. That's it. They got to get these movies right. This is their intellectual property, and that's what they got to do. And if they don't do that well, they fail as a studio, period. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers and Fox have the freedom of saying, um, we have other movies we do. We don't just have to do superhero movies. That's just a fad for now. And that's that. I mean, like, I think we covered everything. Yeah, as- I think we, we, we pretty much uh, we've conquered the Fantastic Four. Like, that was very, wasn't very hard. Yeah, well, I'm putting um, nail in this one. Um, and that was good. We're going to be continuing on more frequently. <laughs> We're back we're, in the game. We're back in the game, no matter the heat wave that's happening anywhere, um, or any of the disparate things. We will keep plugging away at this, guys. Um, we're gonna have some more fun, interesting topics. Still got to give a f- shout out to uh, my man for, for my, my my man Corona, and the guys at Free Kitchen, Thunderstruck and Studios, Thunderstruck, stu- uh, Thunderstruck Productions. Yeah, um, we missed it last time. Remember that? Yes. These those guys are great, and love the theme zone. Love the theme songs. Uh, if you guys, again, please give us some feedback. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, yes. If you have any questions, content, uh, ideas, throw them our way. You can subscribe there and keep, keep in tune with as we come up with more stuff. And yeah, give us definitely. We want ideas on what we want to talk about. What do you want us to talk about? Yeah, because that would be awesome. Right, nice. See ya later. Flame on!